0: You're listening to the SHL Smart Teams Podcast, a show where we invite experts on people science to talk about how to build a future where businesses thrive because their people thrive. Well, good day, everyone. My name is Todd Brody, and I'm pleased to be back chatting with you today on SHL's Talent Talk podcast series. If you've not had the chance to join us for other podcasts, I've had an opportunity to talk a lot about leadership effectiveness, and remote workers and working and engaging employees during this pandemic. And most recently, the fact that employees may have some concerns about returning to work, primarily due to fear of COVID-19 and the virus still being present in our workplace. So today's podcast is gonna focus in on how do we effectively clean our workplaces? And given that my background is in the area of talent management and helping organizations create a positive employee experience that ultimately drives organizational success, I wanted to seek out an expert and someone who I've had a chance to recently meet. So I'm pleased to welcome Corey Chalmers, who you might know is the host and cleaning expert from a show, The Hoarders. So Corey, welcome. And maybe you can give our podcast listeners some additional background information about yourself.
1: Sure. Thanks, Todd. It's great to be here. Uh, again, my name is Corey Chalmers, and I am the president of Stericlean, which is a nationwide franchise and corporate-owned uh, cleaning company. And we specialize in everything from, like you mentioned, hoarding to biohazards and infection control. So, really, anything uh, that's more of a danger than a normal cleaning company would do, we kind of specialize in. And we've been doing this for 25 years. So, right now, as you can imagine, there's a lot of demand for companies like ours. It's the busiest times we've ever seen, to be honest.
0: Great, and Corey, we so appreciate some time to to chat with us today. So, as we kind of go through our podcast today, you know. I'm hoping you can help us understand how to, how to go about ensuring our workplaces are cleaned in the best possible manner. And as I kind of think about, you know, returning to the workplace or maybe getting my workplace ready for my employees to return, maybe, Corey, you can talk a little bit about some of the things that I should consider maybe on a short-term basis. Do I need to kind of do that really deep clean and maybe on a long-term basis? And if there's different considerations we should take into account.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, As a business owner myself, uh, this is something that I deal with on an ongoing basis. But right now, obviously, with the coronavirus and the COVID-19 strain in particular, we need to be extra careful that our spaces are clean and safe for our employees, not just from a liability standpoint, but because we care about our employees. We're family. We spend a lot of time together. So I think it's very important that a business should have regular cleaning ongoing before this even happens. It's just, it just should be part of your regular business. But right now, I think as a, as a business owner, you really need to ask yourself, what is the potential that this particular strain of illness has entered into our business? Do we really know that it's clean? Uh, do we know that it's alive on surfaces? Those are all questions that we even don't know. We're getting such conflicting reports you know, from the CDC and other governmental agencies, that it can survive in the air for three hours, it can survive on surfaces for two to three days. Then all of a sudden, you get a report from those cruise ships that they found it in multiple cabins after 17 days. So, as a business owner, is it something that could possibly be in here? And what should I do? That's what we'll talk about today and kind of go through different cleaning options. And we can do that now if you want to, Todd.
0: Yeah, I think that would be great, Corey, to, to talk about some, some different things in terms of, of cleaning. Maybe you could also talk a little bit about it from the perspective too, Corey, if you know I'm responsible for cleaning my own workplace or if I hire someone like your company, Stericlean, to help clean my workplace for me.
1: Sure. So I think like the video that I posted online and hopefully you can you know have a link for that somewhere, but the thing that people believe about disinfectants is that they can go buy it at a store, spray it on the surface of their desk, their, you know, refrigerator, whatever it is, and then that surface is now disinfected. And that's just a huge misconception and it's absolutely not true. So if, whether you're going to do it yourself or you're going to hire somebody, we want to make sure that the process first is going to involve cleaning. So we have to clean those surfaces to remove what are known as biofilms or soil load. Think of every way your hands touch as germ collectors. And so these clusters of germs, bacteria, and possibly viruses cluster on surfaces together. And unfortunately, if we just spray a disinfectant on there, they kind of work together to block the disinfectant. So we really need to clean a surface and you can use any type of cleaner. The goal is to have a clean rag. So we don't want to use one towel or one rag to clean our whole house, our whole business, because we're just continually spreading germs from surface to surface. So if we can focus on cleaning pretty heavily the first time, and then ongoing, it won't be so bad. But you clean first, and then you apply your disinfectant. Make sure you read those labels on the disinfectant bottle, because it will give you two important things. One, what bacteria, viruses, germs that that disinfectant will kill, and two, how long the surface has to stay wet with that disinfectant in order for it to properly work. So I think those are the two biggest things that a business should consider when thinking about cleaning before they open.
0: You know, thanks for for that, Corey. You know, it is a great video that you do have on your website that shows you kind of cleaning part of your kitchen, but I think that, you know, there's a lot to be taken away for for workplace settings as well. You know, as as part of that and, and given this this talk about kind of the the disinfecting, you know, pieces that you just mentioned. You know, we're seeing kind of these disinfecting sprays and wipes flying off the shelves, you know, as trucks are being unloaded, probably to the same degree and and as quick, just as as toilet paper has been. And, you know, in your video, you talk about this great electrostatic sprayer. And personally, I think it would be really cool to own one of those. I don't know what I would do with it, but it just seemed kind of a a cool tool to have. But what if we can't find kind of, you know, the disinfecting spray or the Lysol or the Clorox wipes or whatever it is, are there other supplies that we could use that could be effective to clean?
1: Sure, I mean, if you really can't find any disinfectant out there, you know that's an issue. But the good news is, just like in that video, I showed reducing that soil load on my own refrigerator handle in in huge numbers. I think it was something like 1800 that it started when I measured cellular activity on this handle. Just by cleaning it with a, a normal spray bottle soap, you could use just a regular bucket full of soap and water, The goal is just to use your vigorous strength, your hand grip and, you know, a towel, and you're really loosening up those biofilms and picking them up on that towel that you're cleaning with. And you can reduce 90% of the stuff on the surfaces just by doing that, which is a pretty dramatic difference. Hopefully you can follow that up with some kind of disinfectant, but if not, 90% is still better than nothing for sure.
0: Yeah, no, that's a, that's a great tip. Thanks for sharing that, Corey. You know, thinking about our workplaces, many of us may be in kind of a shared space, either, you know, uh, with multiple organizations in one particular office setting or location, or we might have shared space common areas because there's multiple businesses in a building. Is there anything that we should be looking for our landlords to do, especially if we have a lot of those common areas?
1: Yeah, I mean, if you really think about it, if we go in and we clean our offices and they're pristine and they're clean, but then we're going and sharing bathrooms, showers, gyms, you know, all types of things that we've seen out there in businesses. It's really a disservice to the people that are being responsible cleaning their spaces. If the landlord, someone doesn't take care of those common areas as well. We've done a few of those, and I really have to respect that landlord for taking the initiative and, you know, paying the money to make sure that his tenants are safe. Uh, in this particular case, but any landlord should consider, from if nothing else, from a liability standpoint, of cleaning those common area spaces for all their tenants. I think it's their
0: responsibility. So much like we're hearing that, kind of, we're all in this together, and this is kind of a community to help get through this pandemic. The same would hold true when we talk about this from a cleaning perspective. Would you say?
1: Absolutely. I think everyone has their part to do in this, um, and if one fails, it's that chain. You have a broken link to your chain, and it's not it's, it's not going to hold anymore. So. I think if everyone would do their part from social distancing to spacing themselves out, even when we go back to work, cleaning, you know, common areas, plus your own area. uh, I think we could could really slow this uh, ongoing because if this virus isn't going anywhere, it's going to be here for a long time. So we just need to be very aware of what we touch, how we clean, how close we are to people, because that's the best way that we're going to slow this or prevent ourselves from getting it at all.
0: Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for sharing that, Corey. You know, as, as we're talking about this, you know, we might be thinking about this, maybe if we're an employer and thinking about this from the employer's responsibility standpoint, but Corey, is there something that we can encourage our employees to do right now to maybe assist us in maintaining a clean workplace?
1: Absolutely. I mean, I would say the most important thing that the employees can do is don't come in when you're sick. I can't tell you how many calls we just got one (laughs) 10 minutes before we started this recording about an employee that tested positive and still came to work. Oh, now wow. every single one of those employees were exposed. They have to pay, you know, a decent amount of money to have their office professionally cleaned because they know the virus is in there and they want to get back to work tomorrow. So that's the first step is, is, let's not introduce it into our workspace at all. If we can prevent it. Yeah. Two, You know, let's clean up after ourselves. Uh, when you really think about, the close proximity we have inside of our workspace, there's only so much we can control. So if you can keep your own space clean, when you cough, when you sneeze, do what they recommend, cover your mouth, you know, don't leave dirty tissues laying around on top of countertops. If you're gonna leave, don't touch you know, doorknobs and things when you know you're not feeling good or if you've just coughed into your hand. We all have a responsibility to take care of ourselves
0: You know, speaking of that, Corey, I I kind of go back to one of the other podcasts that we've been doing, which was talking about kind of working remotely and how we engaged remote workers. And I can't help but wonder, you know, because, you know, when we think about it, it's an extension of our workplaces, kind of that remote worker and people working from home. Can you maybe share some some tips or insights, you know, of things that remote workers can do on a regular basis to keep their home offices clean, especially if they can't get to that, you know, industrial disinfecting cleaner much like we might see in a more traditional workplace setting?
1: Sure. So again, I mean it's going it's going to start with anytime you come home, you know. So the virus isn't going to grow in your house. So anytime you leave the house and come back, do simple things, take your shoes off, wash your hands immediately. You know, Don't bring those germs into the house. When I go and clean up, I actually strip down in the entryway and I don't even bring any clothing or anything into the house. But all those areas that you're touching working at home, your, your keyboard, for example, your mouse, uh, the telephone, those are probably the three biggest things where people work that they're touching constantly. I mean, I hate to even ask this, but when was the last time anyone really cleaned their keyboard? One, it's electronic, so it scares them to squirt anything on it. Um, But two, it's just something people don't think about. But that is one of the most commonly touched things. We test cell phones all the time, and people are completely blown away by how dirty their cell phones are because our hands are on them all the time. So keep those commonly touched areas in your home and things in your home cleaned regularly, and you'll really reduce the risk of catching something like this.
0: Great. Thanks, Corey. You know, I know when we were chatting prior to this podcast, your, your phone, as you mentioned, was kind of ringing off the hook. And, and you kind of mentioned that a little bit earlier today as well. So it, it kind of got me thinking, you know, what do we need to consider from a timing perspective? Again, if we want to hire a company to come in and do maybe that initial deep cleaning or have ongoing cleaning, is it hard to schedule a company like Stericlean to come and clean our, our organizations today?
1: Well, it can be. And, and my fear is that everyone's going to wait until, you know, the president, the government says, OK, go. Uh, Monday, we start. And and everyone's going to try to call. And there's going to be a million offices and buildings and factories and things to clean within two days. While everything is shut down, this is the perfect time to schedule these cleanings, get everything done while it's locked up so that when you get back, you know that it's clean and safe. Uh, we're, we have some huge contracts that we're signing up for soon. Um, Department of Education is one of them. Uh, You can imagine the the square footage involved. So don't wait until the last minute. If it's something you think you're going to want to do to your business and you want a professional to do it, get the call scheduled so that we can get you on our schedule before it's too late. Otherwise, you're going to end up using a regular cleaning company. And my fear with that is that they just won't do the right steps. Not that there's anything wrong with them, but make sure that they do the the steps that you want done to prove that it's clean. They clean the surfaces, they apply a disinfectant and leave it on long enough, and that they test the surface to show you that it's clean.
0: Great. Thanks, Corey. Now, Corey, your, your company SteriClean is putting together kind of a, a resource page and a resource list to kind of give, give people kind of a, a general sense of some things that, that they need to consider, many of which you talked about in this podcast today. Can you share that website with our podcast listeners?
1: Yeah, so we are just finishing up safetooccupy.com. And that's just going to go through kind of the important steps needed to make sure that your office space is clean. So again, that's safe2occupy.com.
0: Great. Thanks, Corey. You know, as I, as I look around my home office and, you know, I, I kind of think about some of the things that, that you talked about today, and, you know, I am one who likes to wipe my keyboard regularly, but I think it's probably time for me to, to go ahead and put some of the great tips that you shared, uh, you know, with us today into practice. So, Corey, I really want to appreciate uh, uh, you and, and the time that you took to join us today in our podcast.
1: Absolutely. And and as you said, it it takes a village. This is not something that one person, one company can do by themselves. So just be really aware of your surroundings. Be aware of how easily this spreads. Do your part and we can all have a safer place to work.
0: Thanks for listening to the SHL Smart Teams podcast. To learn more about how SHL helps companies leverage their greatest asset, their people, please visit shl.com.